Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Life series, where we help you maximize your potential and results in the area of personal development, entrepreneurship, and travel. And I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. Create your life. Create ta propre vie. Create your life. Create your life. Create la tua vita. Create your life. Don't skip your life. You better create your life. <laughs> create your life. Create la vie. Create your life. Create your life. Create Your Life family, thanks for tuning in to this episode. Before we get started, I wanted to share some exciting information from our sponsor. We only pick people and companies that we think are awesome to bring onto the show, so please support them. As a podcaster, I've spent hours and hours editing, doing show graphics, and much more, and I finally got fed up with losing all of my free time to post-production activities. So I decided to do something about it. And if you are a fellow busy podcaster who would like to just record and have someone else do the dirty work of graphic creation, tagging and uploading your show to your server and in-depth SEO generating show notes, go to podcastlaundry.com or call 347-871-8273 to schedule your consultation. That's podcastlaundry.com or 347-871-8273. Beautiful people, this is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and today we have another amazing guest. This gentleman, I am very happy to have the opportunity to meet in person, to meet at a conference. And after sitting in on his session at the conference, I was like, dude, you have to be on the show. But when I got to do that extra research, I was like, man, he has so much value to add to the Create Your Life family. So tracked him down, and here he is for us. Uh, He is the founder of Isles Media, LLC, and creator of Brand U Academy. His passion is to guide professionals, entrepreneurs, and creatives through the steps to build, market, and grow their own amazing personal brands. He is also the host of Trailblazers FM, the number one podcast that interviews today's successful black professionals. He was recognized and selected to the Black Enterprise 100 Men of Modern Distinction and has been featured on the homepage of Apple Podcasts. His podcast has been downloaded by 130,000 in 110 countries around the world, and he is today one of the most dynamic speakers on the topic of personal branding. He's happily married to his wife, Kristen, of 10 years and considers himself the best dad ever to his eight-year-old daughter and four-year-old son. Create Your Life family, I'm talking about none other than Mr. Stephen A. Hart. Stephen, please say hello to the Create Your Life family. Humble to be here, brother. Big (laughs) up to the family. So Steven, straight out, man, can you talk to us about your entrepreneurial journey and getting to where you are now? I know you grew up and started in Kingston, Jamaica. So bring us uh, from that time up until now. Sure, Kev. Appreciate it. Great question. And I always like to start this question off by highlighting that my dad is an entrepreneur. He's a chef by trade, but has run a, a business, a catering company, restaurant turned catering company, and all things in between. He's a creative, but he's been in business for himself since 1983. Wow. And so that is the seed, right? That has been planted in me. My mom has always worked in a sales job with a hustle on the side. And so from an early age, it's been planted in me to always look for a way to provide for myself. I went to college, studied business management with the mindset that at some point I was going to be running my own company. Yeah. 
And I tell you that my first venture into entrepreneurship was me and a partner of mine who had put some money together, started investing in real estate back in the early 2000s when real estate was kind of booming, oh four, oh five, And a deal went belly up. We were dabbling in financial trading space at the time and decided to shift from real estate to currency trading. Mm. And did tremendously well with some investments we had made, started allocating money to other traders, and a fast forward through the summary story for you, quickly made ourselves millionaires doing this, and quickly, within like a couple of years, found myself in 2008, three weeks after getting married to that bride of mine, found myself where the fund essentially went belly up. One of the investments we had made, was a $100 million fund where the head trader had embezzled money from that fund, and it cost us several million dollars. And I found myself going from being a millionaire to being like, yo, you might need to cover rent for a bit. (laughs) And we decided to rebuild that company. It never got back to where it was, but it brought back everybody to level grown and eventually sold my stake in that company. I went back to working for corporate for a bit. And until we started Trailblazers just a few years ago. So my entrepreneurial journey has been a series of ups and downs, but it started back at the womb, man, (laughs) really. But I feel like there's something that you touch on that's really important. Two things, really. You said you were three weeks into being married. I was three weeks into being married. Basically, we had a delayed honeymoon. But you were a millionaire at the point of getting married. How long before then were you with your wife and how did you know that she was the one that would stick with you through thick and thin? Because a lot of times finances can make or break relationships. I tell you, one of the things that kept us married was us doing pre-marriage counseling. And the importance of that pre-marriage counseling, we did a 13-week class and it felt like it was forever Mm -hmm. at our church here in Maryland. And in that class, they walked us through every known scenario of what ifs. What if a parent gets sick? Would they be good living with you? And what happens with the financial? What happens with the health? What happens in all these different scenarios? It prepared us in a big way. And unfortunately, to your point, finances mess up marriages more times than not within that first five-year window. For Mm. us, it was in the first month. (laughs) (laughs) It was in the first month. And I tell you, we had a delayed honeymoon, I was alluding to this just a second ago. At a delayed honeymoon, I'd paid for a $15,000 cruise through 10 t- islands in French Polynesia, Tahiti and Bora Bora and Kuahini and all these different islands. And I couldn't back out of this cruise. Couldn't get a refund, couldn't do anything. And so I'm on a cruise, which the time difference was like six hours. I'm on the phone talking to my team, talking to attorneys, talking to my accountants at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. in the mornings on this cruise ship, on Xanax, like on depression pills, right? Right, right. Like freaking out, thinking like, yo, my whole business is falling apart, but I'm on a honeymoon cruise. It was an experience, man. It was a trying time, to say the least. I told you I rebuilt, but I took two years after of me working seven days a week. 18 hours a 18 day. 18 hour days, man. Something else that you've been quoted saying is, I went from millionaire to being flat out broke. How did you push yourself out of that hole. That could be perceived as the point of no return, right? And it can break people mentally. How did you stay strong and move past that? Because I can't imagine. 
a couple of things. One is my faith. I think my faith got so much stronger following that period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're searching for self at that point, right? Because to that point, I was in my early 30s and my sole mission was to be a millionaire by the time I was 30. That was mm-hmm. something I was chasing after aggressively. And so when the money falls out, I talk about this a lot in my podcast and on my own journey. Yerwa has nothing to do with money because when that money went away, what was left? You find yourself searching like what really is important. I found myself in my faith walk, angry at God, asking God why and digging. But on the practical side of things, on the financial side of things, my wife one day brought home this Dave Ramsey course, Financial Peace University, and said, mm-hmm. yo, we got real debt because I leveraged some of my expenses, didn't clear a lot of debt when I had the money. So I still had like student loans I didn't pay off. At the same point in time, real estate market collapsed. Mm-hmm. So I had real estate in Florida that went belly up, went upside down. And like everything just went down or sideways. And so in that point in time, she brought home Dave Ramsey and said, yo, let's seek some help. And we did Financial Peace University. And it's something I recommend to people every single day because we got in this mindset. To that point, I'd been running my finances separate than hers. We came together. We're like, yo, we're in this for the long haul. Let's mm-hmm. put our minds together and figure out how to cancel out what debt I had. We just aggressively started chopping away at the debt and figuring out a way to get back to level one mm-hmm. and move from there. Now, with this experience of going from millionaire to broke, what do you feel like was the biggest lesson that you learned? And how did you grow from it? How do you feel like you've grown from that? As I hinted to a while ago, money is not the root of your happiness. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest lesson. It's tough mm-hmm. when you hear somebody say money isn't everything. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have money, you're like, well, you know, it sure isn't everything, but it would make things easier. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. At the end of the day, having money provides you the opportunity to do different things. But this love of money is a problem, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what I learned. This greatest thing I learned in that, you know, is that relationships and experiences mean more than all the material things in the world. And what I can reflect back on right now and hold on to, because I can't hold on to all the material things I had, those went away. But I still have those memories. I still have these experiences. And so those are the things that I value more than anything. And I'm happy right now, in hindsight, I'm happy that I had that experience happen when it did because it enriched my relationship with my wife. It enriched my relationship with my kids today. Now I put so much more value on those relationships and on things that really mean a lot. Good health means a lot. Absolutely. Uh, Good life means a lot. Today, we're in a situation where financially, we know to humble ourselves. We're not trying to live beyond our means. We live in a great home in Maryland, probably could live in a bigger home in Maryland, but we choose not to. (laughs) We choose to just be at a a point where we can save and we can plan and prepare for the different stages of life and taking care of two kids. So you did this, you had this experience happen, you went jump back into the corporate world and now you're back out. You started- No, your- I'm still working in the corporate world. Yeah, but I, I mean, you still have some ventures going. I still have ventures, man. I'm a Jamaican, so I have like <laughs> five different jobs happening at the same time. <laughs> I was going to let you say that. I wasn't going to say that. I work by day 
for a software company uh-huh. and manage marketing and communications for them globally. Beyond that, I have Trailblazers as a podcast. Yes. I have an owner company called Isles Media, as you touched on at the beginning. I uh, do a lot of brand consulting and brand services and about to launch a branding six-week online branding course as well. So mm-hmm. lots happening. Plus, you saw me speak several times throughout the year yeah. and do quite a bit, man. So lots of fires burning. What inspired the title of your podcast? How'd you come up with that? Trailblazers, man. I come back to my kids. You know, Layla was probably about four or five, and I consumed so many podcasts day to day because of being a marketer and digital marketing moves so fast that I didn't want to do another marketing podcast, but I knew I wanted to do a podcast. I live in this area of Maryland where there's so many amazing, you know, I'm meeting people in a daycare, picking up my kids and talking to black brothers and sisters who are crushing it. They're running companies in DC and highest level of entrepreneurship and corporate leadership. And I'm looking around me and I'm so inspired by the people around me mm-hmm. that are doing amazing things. Yet I come home and I flip on the TV or turn on the radio mm-hmm. and all I hear is the negative, the negative stories about black folks. And I thought to myself, I look around at this four-year-old and I'm thinking, well, pretty shortly she's going to be 14. Who is she going to look to as a role model? Mm-hmm. Is she going to see the people I'm looking at or is she going to see a celebrity, a musician or athlete? That's all she can aspire towards. For me, at that moment, a light bulb moment went off where it fueled this podcast. And that's really what fueled trailblazers, right? Because at the end of the day, those are the real everyday people blazing a trail, living out their passion and their purpose at the highest level. And that's real. So many kids and adults like us we can't be a celebrity or a musician or athlete, right? That's mm-hmm. designed for those one percenters, but the everyday person who's crushing it, who's living out life, not because of money, because some people live out their passion in a nonprofit or in something that isn't necessarily going to provide them the riches in terms of monetary, mm-hmm. but it provides them the riches in terms of living out their passion and their purpose and what's on their heart. That's what fueled the name and the podcast, the platform. Wow, Create Your Life family. I hope that you are really enjoying this episode. I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsors and let you know that our sponsors are giving special offers just for you. If you are a fellow busy podcaster who just wants to record and spend the rest of your time doing what you love, like working out at the gym with family and friends or traveling, use code CYLS for a discount on services when you go to podcastlaundry.com or call 347-871-8273 to schedule your consultation. That's podcastlaundry.com or 347-871-8273. And without further ado, let's get back to the show. And other than consistency, what would you say has helped you to get to where you are today and experience growth as a podcaster? Relationships. I've developed the most amazing relationships through this platform. Uh, Social media has been great. I tell you, early on, I developed so many key relationships through Twitter and LinkedIn. A lot of the early interviews were people I knew. Quickly, I realized I had to get out. And being a, a marketer and being big on social, I was able to use my skill to get into a lot of DMs and build relationships from there. And the podcast is being sponsored today by the Campaign for Black Male Achievement. That was a relationship that developed six weeks into the podcast on Twitter in a DM Mm. with Sean. And through relationships with Sean, we've had 
a dozen other people that Sean brought to me. And just like that, there are other people, Keisha Smith Jeremy, met her on Instagram through a relationship with Mika Brandt. And then she puts me out to a web of six or eight people. Mm-hmm. So it was really these relationships and people who I now have contact with and a relationship with that would not have happened had it not been for Trailblazers. And it's just amazing to me to be able to have conversation with those people is amazing. A couple weeks ago, I talked to Janice Bryant Alroyd, which was one of those mind-blowing conversations with the first woman to build a billion-dollar company. That is just out of this world crazy, right? Yeah, and absolutely. I tell you, relationships by far have helped me to grow the platform and to leverage their network. The consistency is key. We've not missed episodes. We've been publishing every Monday for almost three years, but relationships by far. What are some tips that you could give to us about managing and starting new relationships? Not step into a relationship with what you can do for me. Mm -hmm. Figure out a way you can add value Mm -hmm. to that relationship. Whenever I approach someone, yes, I'm introducing myself as the host of the Trailblazers podcast, but my positioning, it's all about your positioning. Mm -hmm. My positioning is one of what do you have happening and how can I help you Mm -hmm. to elevate your plan? Because the way I look at it, any person that's blazing a trail, Mm -hmm. they understand that they have a mission to live out. And that mission to live out means that they have goals and tasks to get to that end goal. What we have to do, everyone listening, What you should be doing right now is figuring out how you can help that person to get to their achieving their goal, achieving their vision, achieving that mission. And if you can position yourself, not from the standpoint like I have a podcast that I want you to come on, but instead, hey, I understand that you actually have a book launching this year or you're about to launch another product. How can I be of help? How can I be of assistance? I really love what you're doing. Would it help to have you come on my podcast to share your journey and your story? Completely different positioning, right? Absolutely. Because that person is being approached by a number of people. And it happens to me too. People approach me every day about, Kevin, how many people approach you about coming on the podcast and saying, hey, I have a book that I just wrote. It's like, dude, I have 10 people today that told me that they have a book coming out. What's different, right? So instead of approaching it from the standpoint of, how you want to help and putting the focus on you, put the focus on that person and figure out how to add value to that relationship. Absolutely. I want to switch modes and ask you a bit more about yourself. You seem to have this amazing resilience. Of course, you know, it started at home in the womb. What do you feel has been the biggest personal challenge that you've needed to overcome in order to be who you are today? I think that happens in stages, right, of life. I'm actually talking a little bit about this right now. It's getting to the point where you are clear and decisive. I think a lot of times in my life where I've gotten stuck, it's been a result of me being unable to make a decision and move and take action. And oftentimes we find ourselves in a state of paralysis. I found myself in a state of paralysis where for days or weeks or months or years, Mm -hmm. depending on what you have happening in your life, you find yourself going in circles on something you know you need to do. For example, I'm launching a course in two weeks. I do branding services for people all over the world. And for years, I've envisioned this online course. I could not convert this online course, Kevin, because I had a full-time job and I had services and I have a podcast and I have two Mm -hmm. crumb snatchers and (laughs) excuses, right? But the moment I made the decision, Kevin, you know what? This course is going to happen. And it's going to happen where I'm going to open a cart on October 8th. And I'm going to launch module one on October 22nd. And I made the decision. 
everything else in the last month has come up and said, there's no way this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I have just smiled and kept pushing. Right. And mm-hmm. it, it's a sacrifice of sleep. It's a sacrifice of many other things. But I tell you, there are many other stories that I could bring up. But the thing that's been able to bring me through to the other side is just making a decision. And same thing with trailblazers. You know, could go back and talk about that. But you make the decision and no one or nothing stands in your way. So Create Your Life family, you hear it here first from Mr. Hart. He is saying, make a decision and stay committed to it. Take action, yeah. What you just said and what you've been talking about has seemed to be very positive. You have this great energy about you. But I'm curious, as you were rising, did you experience negative feedback? And was it public or private? How did you deal with it? And do you feel that you were prepared for it? I love that you asked me this question. Because in every entrepreneur's journey, you're going to get that feedback. You're going to get that feedback from the people that are the closest to you. And I tell people all the time, keep your thoughts inside and work on that vision. Get clear, get clarity on what it is you're trying to accomplish. When I was launching Trailblazers, man, I knew my wife was going to give me heat. I knew she was going to give me heat, not about what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm somebody of, I'm the entrepreneur with a lot of shiny objects and yeah. I always have an idea. But this one was so strong. And I said, you know what? I'm going to see this thing through. And it was one of those. And since then, even with Brand You, I have learned to develop the idea. Mm-hmm. So take the idea from, we need to dream, but we need to wake up and start taking action. You have to be able to take action and don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness after that. <laughs> hey, yes, that is a great one. I don't ask for permission, I ask for forgiveness. Yep. Yes. Publicly, I learned to ignore the noise and the chatter about the people who are closest to you, your spouse, your parents, your siblings. If they have opinions, that's great. Mm-hmm. Hear them out, yeah. but don't allow that to impact what God placed on your heart. You have to see that through. That's your vision. And God never give that vision to your wife or to your parents or to whoever, right? He gave that to you. So you have to be able to sit that through. If you weren't doing what you're doing right now, what would you be doing? Is there any career or hobby or something like that that you've always wanted to explore? I really enjoy marketing. Kristen will tell you, I've created so many jobs and careers. My whole life has been me creating my path. Creating Uh, your life. See, I've created my life. This is a podcast for me because (laughs) I had no business being in financial Mm -hmm. I created a path and developed a hedge fund and eventually developed a trading advisory and sold that company. Mm -hmm. I had no business in there, but I taught myself that business. I had no business being in the mortgage industry and taught myself that before that. Being a podcaster, here we are. I had no business being in marketing. I now run marketing and communications for a global company. So the journey will continue and I'm sure there there are new things that will come up in time. Follow your dream. And again, just wake up and quit pursue it. Take action, right? Okay, so my next question to you, Steve, is can you swim? I can swim. Good, because we're about to jump into the dolphin tank. I love this. <laughs> are you That's ready? Good. This is rapid fire. Are you ready? Yeah, Virgin. Okay, what are your goal-setting methods and how do you make sure that you are moving forward each year? I don't worry about each year. I worry about a 10-year, what I call BHAG, Big Hairy Audacious Goals. And then I task out everything that needs to happen to hit those 10-year goals. And I live out the work that needs to be done through setting tasks. I use an online program called Asana and schedule out what needs to happen, so my to-do, what's being done right now in progress, and what's completed. Three columns in Asana. That's it. And you begin to do the work. 
set deadlines and crush through it. What was holding you back from creating your best life? Being clear, making a decision, getting it done. Top tech that you're using to make your business run smoothly? Evernote, Asana, and Zencaster from a podcast. Favorite quarter model that you live by? The word legacy, which defines planting seeds in a garden you'll never see. Favorite or most impactful book that you've read? Why Should White Guys Have All the Fun? Reginald Reginald Lewis. Lewis. Three jewels that you would tell someone looking to create their best life? Take your time, take action, enjoy the journey. What's next for you? Brand U Academy. And what's the best way for us to stay in contact with you? StephenAHart.com, at StephenAHart, all over social. Stephen is S-T-E-P-H-E-N. And now it's time for the turnaround. So this is where you become the interviewer. I'm the interviewee. Um, wow. I have a lot of experience with this. I only have one request. What's that? Please be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'll give you a taste of Trailblazers. Okay, the let's go. The number one question I ask everybody is, what's mm-hmm. an unexpected blessing that you're most grateful for in your life right now? Growing up in foster care my whole life. What is one action that your listeners should take this week that's going to help them to blaze their trail? The action that they should take is whatever you've been thinking about doing, do it. Make that phone call, send that email, and take action. I guess more specifically, something on a more personal level is if you have any relationship that has been in the back of your mind that you probably need to mend or that you need to exit out of your life, then go Mm -hmm. ahead and make that call and make a decision about it and move forward. And my last question, right? What is the number one goal that you want to see your 75-year-old self accomplish? Well, I've accomplished about four out of five of my childhood goals. So I would say there's a couple. The number one, to be happily married with a happy and healthy family. Probably some grandkids. And <laughs> you know, my other goal, I have to hit this millionaire status. So that is really, really big for me and something that I want to make happen. So very adamant about it. I know it's going to come through. Steve, man, thank you so much for being on the show, dude. You are an amazing talent, brother. Appreciate you having me again, man. Thank you so very much. Oh, no, my absolute pleasure. Create Your Life family. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio and rate and review us. This helps us build this community, and building the community is what we are all about right now so that we can deliver as much value as possible to you. Until next time, create your life and feed your ambition. This episode was brought to you by PodcastLaundry.com. I love Podcast Laundry. It provides a real solution to free up my time. And time is the only resource that we cannot get back. Podcast Laundry was created with love to help other fellow busy podcasters free up time so that they could do more of what they love, whether that's traveling, time with friends and family, or working on other ventures. If you want to free up your time, then have Podcast Laundry do the dirty work of note-taking, graphic creation, editing, show tagging, and uploading for you. Go to PodcastLaundry.com or call 347-877. 8273 to schedule your consultation and remember to use code CYLS that's podcastlaundry.com or call 347-871-8273